Welcome to Rama for Today. And this lady came down from New York State, was in that cruise ship, came down especially to get into the uh, healing line and to get healed. She had uh, stomach trouble and had a respiratory problem. And so she said, I'm going to be there all the week anyway. And as we encourage people in our meetings, uh, hear as much word as possible before you get into the line. Because I've discovered this, those people that come one time, hear one message, run right into the line, the very smallest percent of them receive healing. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on love the way to victory. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. The fruit grows on the branch. Amen? This is the fruit, the very first fruit that shows up or that grows in the born-again human spirit. Now, let's take another scripture to prove that. Turn to 1 John. 1 John, 1st epistle of John, the third chapter, and again the very 14th verse. We know that we have passed from death unto life. That means we've passed from spiritual death unto eternal life. That means we've been born again. We've become children of God. How do we know it? Because we love the brethren. I said that's the very first fruit that shows up, isn't it? You see, this is the fruit of the born again human spirit because of the life of Christ within. And that life has been imparted unto our spirits through the word by the Holy Spirit. And that love, a measure of that love, has been imparted through the word by the Holy Spirit unto our spirits. Hallelujah. And so that new law is written, praise God, in our hearts and in our spirits. Now, in uh, the book of Ephesians, the fourth chapter and the 32nd verse, and here he said, but be ye kind, tenderhearted. Well, that means we can be kind. God wouldn't tell us to do something we couldn't do. If God told us to do something that we can't do, then we could accuse him of being unjust, and he would be unjust. But if God tells me to do something, I know I can do it. Amen. Because first of all, he furnishes the ability to do it. Amen. He not only tells us to love, but he furnishes us the love to love with. Amen. And so he said, be ye kind. Because you see, this kind of love is kind. Be ye kind, tenderhearted one toward another, forgiving one another. You know, love and forgiveness go hand in hand. Forgiving one another. Now how? Look in Ephesians 4.32. How? Forgiving one another even as God. I can forgive even as God forgives. Now why can I do that? Why can I forgive even as God forgives? Because, you see, the same kind of love that God is has been shed abroad in my heart, in my spirit, by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, how does God forgive? God said, I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions, and I will not remember thine iniquities. That's the way he forgives, and that's the way he wants you to forgive. And if you walk in love, that's the way you will forgive. You will not keep reminding people Husband or wife, children or parents, brother or sister, 
or brother or sister in the Lord, you'll not keep reminding one another of past mistakes and sins and failures and what you did to me and how you offended me. Don't shout me down now because I'm preaching real good. Amen. Amen. No, you'll, you'll forget it. Oh, yes, the devil may bring a picture of it to your mind once in a while, but when he does, you'll just look at it and laugh and say, that's so, Satan, that happened all right, but it's all gone. It don't exist anymore because I've forgiven them. They've forgiven me. You know, usually, there's two sides, uh, three sides, somebody said, to every argument. Your side, the other fellow's side, and then the right side. And then usually that's just about the truth of the matter. Amen. You remember again, in connection with the scriptures, love and forgiveness goes hand in hand. In connection with Mark 11, 23 and 24, that we love so much. Thank God for these scriptures. They're the ones that brought me off of the bed of sickness, off of a deathbed, praise the Lord. These scriptures are the ones that's helped me to walk in health through the years. And so uh, we, we rejoice in those wonderful scriptures. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he says shall come to pass, he'll have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things ever you desire when you pray, believe that you'll receive them and ye shall have them. But that's not all of the story. The very next word is that fell from the lips of Jesus, and, and, when ye stand praying. Now you see in the 24th verse he talks about prayer because he said what things ever you desire when you pray, doesn't he? And when you stand praying. Everybody say when you stand praying. When you stand praying. Now what's the next word? Forgive. forgive. See love forgives. Forgive if ye have ought. Forgive if ye have ought against any. Now I know from experience in dealing with so many thousands of people through the years, talking to them even on a one-to-one -one basis, particularly when you pastored and then in smaller meetings, you know, that folks, you know, they, they know it's wrong to have hold something big against somebody, but it might be all right to hold some little old something, you know. But no, Jesus said, if you have ought, ought means anything at all. That means little, big, or middle-sized. Amen. Anything at all. After all, there's a text in the Old Testament that said the little foxes spoil the vines. And that little bitty something that you think don't amount to too much can spoil the vine, can keep you from receiving your healing, can keep you from receiving the blessings of God. Because you see, the Bible also said that faith worketh by love. Amen? amen. I said amen. amen. I remember my wife and I were preaching a full gospel business men's convention several years ago in New York City. And after I had talked, uh, a lady stopped uh, my wife and I and said, may I speak to you? And we said, yes. And she gave us this testimony. She said, I was down in Tulsa. This is before we started Rainbow Bible Training Center. And we had a crusade over using the facilities of Sheridan Road Assembly. And this lady came down from New York State, was in that cruise, came down especially to get into the uh, healing line and to get healed. She had uh, stomach trouble and had a respiratory problem. And so she said, I'm going to be there all the week anyway. And as we encourage people in our meetings, uh, hear as much word as possible before you get into the line. Because I've discovered this. Those people that come one time, hear one message, run right into the line, the very smallest percent of them receive healing. But those folks who listen to the word and respond unto the word, they're the folks that receive healing. 
We were eating today in a cafe, or a cafeteria here. And a gentleman stopped, tapped me on the shoulder, shook hands with me. And he said, Brother Egan, I was healed of crippling rheumatoid arthritis. I could not lift my arms. And he lifted them, and they were perfect. I could see that. His hands were deformed, crippling rheumatoid arthritis. And I was perfectly healed reading your little book in him in him little book I read it over and over again I found those scriptures concerning healing read them over and over and over and over and not just a one shot deal you see what I mean and all of my arthritis disappeared I saw it I saw it praise God shook hands with him amen praise his holy name forever well thank God God's word works but this lady from New York said well, I'm going to be here all the weekend away. I'll wait toward the end of the week to get into the healing line. But as she came to the day services and we began to teach and share some of these same, same things, she said, well, I see uh, something because you see, this lady, this was several years ago, and she had been in, uh, I suppose, in ever leading healing evangelist in America had laid hands on her. Now, you know folks ought to have enough sense to know that if they don't receive healing after hands have been laid on them at least a few times, and particularly by those that are especially used of God, that something has to be wrong with them. Amen. <laughs> but you see, too many times they, they want to lay it off on somebody else. They need to check up on themselves. And so she said, I, said, I began to see something. I said, before I get in that healing line, I'm going to have to call my brother and ask him to forgive me. She went on to explain to us that 25 years, not 25 years before the time she was talking to us, 25 years before the crusade she's in here, because the crusade uh, took place two years before she was talking to us. And she said, I had not spoken to my brother in 25 years. When my mother died, our mother died, and I don't know, she didn't say, but maybe, you know, over some property or something. We had a falling out after my mother had died. Just the two of them, you see, brother and sister, and had not spoken. Both of them claimed to be Christians. And now she's got into the charismatic move and got filled with the Holy Ghost. And she'd been listening all the time. The Holy Ghost would have let her out of it. But when she heard the word, the Holy Ghost did begin to witness to her. And so she said, uh, uh, and so they hadn't spoken to one another. In 25 years, an only sister and an only brother had no communication with one another over a quarter of a century. She said, I said, I see what I've got to do before I get in that healing line. I've got to call him and ask my brother to forgive me. And so she said, just as soon as that morning service is over, I found me a pay telephone. Now she knew where he lived. Because he still lived the same place he had lived. Didn't have his phone number, but went through the operator and got his home phone number, talked to his wife and got his offing number and phoned him. And the minute she said, told him who she was, oh, he said, I'm so glad you called. I've been thinking about calling you. She said, well, I just wanted to call you and ask you to forgive me. I was wrong. I did wrong. Oh, no, no, no. He said, you wasn't to blame. It was me. I've been intending to call you and ask you to forgive me. I'm the one that's to blame. No, she said, you're not. I'm to blame. No, he said, I know I'm to blame. No, she said, I'm to blame. Well, he said, no, I'll take 80% of the blame then. You can take 20%. No, she said, I'm more to blame than 20%. So finally they agreed to just take 50-50. <laughs> and both of them asked him to forgive. You will forgive me though, she said. Oh, yes, he said, I forgive you. You forgive me. And said, you're going to come to see me, aren't you? Yes, he said, I'm down here in Tulsa at a meeting. And just as soon as the meeting's over next Sunday, well, I'm coming back to New York State and I'm coming to see you. 
You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including the message you've just heard. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. This month's package starts out with the three-CD series from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Love the Way to Victory. Also in this offer is Ken Hagan's book, Listen to Your Heart. These two resources are for the discounted price of $19.95. That's a $10 savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Me. All right. Oh, that's right. That's July. That's coming up in July. Yeah. I know. The summer's going fast, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> 24th through the 29th right here. Yes. And uh, we have, uh, besides the the camp meeting here with with our, we have a 10, uh, 10 o'clock service, a 2.30 service, and a 7.30 service. Yes. But the youth are running uh, Summer Blitz. And it's hosted by our daughter, yes. our, our student ministries pastor, Pastor Denise Burns. And they'll have guest speakers, and they got teen talk, and they got an outing on Friday. Oh, there's a, and there's also in the morning and night, there are, there are things for the, for the kids. For the children. For the children. That's right. So it's just... It's a family time. It's a family time. Mark your calendar. Get here. If you don't, you're going to, my dad used to say you're going to miss half of your life. That's right. Hey, thank you for tuning in and thank you for being partners with us. And we want to thank you again. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing series. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.